Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, October 26th, and we are glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those of you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, those of you on Facebook, we thank you for tuning in. We're sorry about some uh, problems we had with the video yesterday. I hopefully we'll have that resolved, and hopefully uh, that won't be an issue today. But uh, we're glad to have you on our podcast, our radio app. Those that are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, happy birthday today to Bobby Mills. Happy birthday today to Heather Smith. And then also a happy anniversary to Danny and Grace Lucas. I hope you have a wonderful day, and uh, you folks are all a blessing, and I hope that uh, it's a good day for you today as you celebrate uh, your birthday and anniversary. Let's be in prayer today for our church. Let's pray for our school. Uh, let's pray for our missionaries. Pray for our country. Continue to pray for revival, and uh, let's pray that God would do a great work in our church. And uh, as I mentioned yesterday, let's continue to pray for our radio station. Pray that God would use it. Uh, pray that uh, the outreach uh, would grow and expand. That more people would be helped and more people would be uh, encouraged and challenged to live for God, to serve God. And I'm thankful we have the opportunity to serve the Lord in these days. Here's a great song I want you to hear. Uh, we played this a few months ago, I think, by Brother uh, Buddy Blunkall. Uh, he's with the Lord. He was a great preacher, great singer. But uh, here's a song about the fact that there are some things that do not change. And I'm glad that uh, God's Word does not change. I'm glad that we have the truth that uh, does not change from day to day or week to week or month to month or year to year. I'm thankful that we have some things that are still the same, some things that are, are still the way that they've always been. And I hope you enjoyed this song. And after this song, I want to go back to Proverbs 22, verse 28. And I want to talk to us about some things that we need to have in place in our lives that should not change and things that should not move. I hope you enjoy this song. And right after this, we'll get into our Bible study for today. They say times are changing, so we should change too. Trade our old-time religion for something new. Our faith is outdated while living the past. Well, my answer is simple, so if you ask. I still love to hear how God's love paid the cost. Was fastened by nails to a cross. I still love the sound as the saints start to sing songs of the blood Jesus shed just for me. 
Proverbs 22, 28, are you ready? The Bible says, Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Now, I understand this is talking about uh, an actual physical landmark, but there is an application, there is a principle that is true, and we'll see it throughout the Word of God. I'm going to show you. I'm going to give you quite a few verses today. And so if you have a Bible handy, I encourage you to look them up. If you don't have a Bible handy, I encourage you to listen uh, to what the Bible has to say about some landmarks. A landmark, first of all, by definition here in this verse, uh, the word landmark means a mark to designate the boundary of land. That makes sense, right? A landmark, a mark to designate the boundary of land. It is any mark or fixed object uh, as a marked tree. Maybe it was a stone, a ditch, or a heap, or a pile of stones uh, by which the limits of a farm, or a town, or other portion of territory may be known and preserved. And so today, if you have some property and you just want to let it be known, this is my property, stay off, you put up a fence, right? 
and uh, you put up a, a, a four-foot chain-link fence or a five-foot chain-link fence or you put up a six-foot fence with barbed wire on the top or you put up a, a wooden privacy fence or, or whatever, but, but you say, this is my property. Well, in Bible days especially, they didn't just put up a fence. And certainly if you had a lot of property for farming or for your animals, you could not. It wasn't possible. So they would set some landmarks. They would set some boundaries to designate and say, this land belongs to me. This land belongs to my family. This property has been passed down from generation to generation. Well, when people would move those landmarks, many times it was very gradual. Because if something was moved gradually, you wouldn't notice it. It wouldn't be as obvious. So God's Word talks about preserving and keeping the landmarks in place. Deuteronomy 19.14, the Bible says, Thou shalt not remove thy neighbor's landmark, which they of old time have set in their inheritance which the Lord thy God giveth thee to possess it. Can I tell you, we must be very careful not to uh, move our own landmarks, but don't try to move somebody else's. Uh, don't be responsible, and here's the application, don't be responsible for leading somebody else to compromise. Don't be responsible for leading somebody else to change from the truth. I'm not talking about traditions. I'm not talking about man's ideas. I'm not talking about this is the way that I think it needs to be. I'm talking about the way that God says it should be. Don't move from that. Landmarks, in many cases, have been set up by people of old time. Now, some of you listening, maybe you can trace back your godly heritage many generations. Some of you in our church can uh, I, I've enjoyed uh, for different uh, days, uh, maybe a Mother's Day, I think there was a, a ladies' luncheon a few years ago where we had five generations uh, of ladies from, we had, I think, if, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was, um, I forget Miss Cheryl or uh, Miss Chelsea, I forget who it was there, but you had one of your families where you had the girls, you had you, you had your mom, you had uh, 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 a grandmother, and, and so it's four or five. But you know what that was? That was a blessing to see that. And if you have that, thank God for that. But if you don't have that, then now's the time to establish that. Now's the time to set that. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home, and I thank the Lord that my mom and my dad uh, were saved and knew the Lord and loved the Lord. But can I tell you, for my dad, my dad did not grow up in a Christian home. Uh, my dad was saved because of a bus ministry. And so for me, I look back not at maybe what my grandparents or great-grandparents said, although there were Christian people on both sides of my family several generations, but I'm talking about as far as a Christian home and a godly heritage, I look back at some things my dad said, and I thank the Lord for those things. And you know, my dad had a lot of wisdom, and I thank the Lord for the fact that he instilled some things in me. And you know, I don't want to change that. I don't, I don't want to do something just because my dad did it. I want to find it in Scripture. I want to look it up, and I want to know what it says. But can I tell you, uh, I don't want to just remove a landmark just because I don't like it. I want to stick with the things that have been passed down. Deuteronomy 19.14, Thou shalt not remove thy neighbor's landmark, which they of old time have set. These markers have been given by God and given by His Word, and, and you can't change what God has said. Why do we do what we do? It's a good question. 
Here's what the answer ought to be. We do what we do because the Bible says so. If you have to say, because my parents or because my pastor or my youth pastor or, or I heard some preacher say it, and that's the only reason, that's not a good reason. It's got to be what does the Bible say. Deuteronomy 22, 17, it goes a step further. It says, cursed be he that removeth his neighbor's landmark. Removing landmarks carried very serious consequences. There was a curse that was issued by God for those that removed their neighbor's landmark. Can I tell you, when we remove the landmarks that have been set in our lives, it'll have an effect on us. It'll have an effect on our spouse. It'll have an effect on our children. It'll have an effect on our grandchildren. It will affect people, and not in a good way, when you remove the landmark. It says in Job 24, verse 2, some remove the landmarks. They violently take away flocks and, 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 and the, uh, the feed thereof. Some people will uh, remove landmarks. Some people do remove landmarks. It's going to happen. Don't be surprised when it happens. Don't be surprised when it's somebody you looked up to. Don't be surprised when it's somebody that you were close to. Don't be surprised when it's somebody that at one time was a Sunday school teacher or somebody at one time that was a choir member or an usher or whatever. There will be people that will remove the landmarks. Some will remove the landmarks. Some will violently take away the flocks. But can I tell you, you better decide that no matter what others do, you're going to follow Jesus. You're going to follow the Word of God. And, and others may do it, but just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean that we have to do it. We need to stick with the Word of God. I'll give you one more verse, Proverbs 23, verse 10. The Bible says, remove not the old landmark. I want to remind you today that just because something is old does not mean that it's outdated. doesn't mean that it's something bad. Uh, there's a lot of things that are old that are good, and I thank the Lord for it. But here's the example. Solomon was writing to his son Rehoboam, and he said, Son, remove not the old landmark. But you know what's so unfortunate? That his son Rehoboam listened to the advice of his peers. He listened to the advice of the younger men, and he refused the advice of the older, wiser men that were trying to help him. I want to tell you, may God help us to stick with the Word of God. May God help us to set some landmarks, not remove them, and then when others do remove them, keep your eyes on Jesus, keep your eyes fixed upon what the Word of God says, and not change with the culture, but to stay the same. Jesus Christ never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I think we'll stop there for today, but we'll finish tomorrow or the next day, and we'll talk more about what the Bible says about the landmarks, and then we'll look at some specifics. What are some landmarks in our lives that we need to guard? And maybe some landmarks we need to set. And we'll talk about that in the days to come. God bless you. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. And uh, may God richly bless you today. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. 
Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.